Hello everyone, welcome. Welcome to this episode in the podcast series, Talks with Tia. Contrary to popular belief, my name is not Tia, it's Rachel McDonald. And for those of you with any sort of awareness of Spanish language, you know that Tia is Spanish for auntie. And that was the name that everyone called me, just Tia, Tia, Tia. So it has sort of stuck, hence the, the title, Talks with Tia. I have been missing in action, but I've been meaningfully engaged. I have been working in education still, and I love what I do, and I'm really thankful to be able to do what I love. Um, As education has pivoted, I guess you could say that I have pivoted with it. And I have promised for some weeks now to share with you a little bit about the work that I have been engaged in. So, I have just got very brazen and I created this new title for myself. I call myself Teacher Support Specialist simply because after the closure of my schools in 2020, I began working in the world of consultancy with a whole lot of administrators and teachers. And that sort of kind of allowed me to to pivot into the world of offering support in a number of ways to our most valued educational stakeholders, i.e. you all who are listening to me today. And in addition to that, I have been fortunate enough to do a lot of work on the ground as, um, as an education specialist, but offering programs or intervention programs in underserved communities. And it has been really eye-opening, it's been really humbling, and it's been a source of tremendous learning and um, I would say great motivation and great inspiration. I think I have a, I think I've learned a lot more in terms of how education really affects our children and um, just seeing it through a completely different lens, right? I'm trying to hide in my house, but like I said, it's Easter and I have some children who are outside in the yard playing. So I, I apologize in advance for the, for the background noise if you're hearing any. Um, but so back to, back to what we're talking about. So a lot has really changed in education right here locally. In Jamaica, all schools have reopened. And, you know, when schools initially reopened, everybody in Jamaica was just stressing out about traffic. Now, if traffic were the only thing or was the only thing that we stressed out about, it would be zero problem, right? It would be not problematic at all. But since the reopening of of our schools here in Jamaica, we've had so many horrible, so many tragic things happen to our students, right? We continue to see our students being killed, being beaten, being stabbed. We see our students having difficulty engaging with each other amongst themselves and just communicating their their real and true feelings. And I think for the most part, we as educators and administrators have gone ahead and pretended that school reopening means business as usual. And with business as usual, we automatically think, you know, do things the same way. And that is where we have completely failed, okay? And we have failed terribly, right? Um, We have not prioritized the socio-emotional needs of our children. And before we can do anything else, we need to do that. 
right? Our students have had to, I mean, we, we have students that are still missing from school and we don't know where they are. We have students that come to school three days a week because they've had to take other jobs and they don't want to leave those jobs. We have students whose parents still cannot afford, even with government subsidy and PATH help, they cannot afford to come to school every day. They don't have the bus fare despite having school or transport, transportation um, options through the government. They still can't afford it. It's not running in that route. They cannot tap into it. The help is just not there. And we see the effects on our children. We have children that have turned to scamming as a legit profession. We have children who cannot hold a pencil. We have children that cannot spell their names. They cannot identify their names. And you know what we say in Jamaica, you can't see your name on a bull and eat it, but they will because they cannot read and write, right? So we need to just dial it back and we need to take us a check of what the real status of our children and the real state of education is for us right here in Jamaica, right? And I'm sharing this with you. I know we have a lot of listeners who are not necessarily confined to Jamaica, but who live all across the world. And you know, in Jamaica, we love to share what we do with the world. The good and the bad is going to make news, right? So this is me from my little office in my home, going in living in jamaica and sharing with you so we, we, we're magnifying the message from jamaica to the world right now okay so i want to share with you the story of a little boy that i worked with in one of my community intervention programs last year and i want to share his story with you because one of the techniques that people used to laugh at me for people used to tell me that um rachel you're crazy this is woo woo business you're working with and people just did not get it really well, I was able to find great validation in the program based on what happened with this one student. We're gonna call him Alex, um, just for safety purposes. So Alex lives in one of those underserved communities and this took place about a year ago, right? So this would have been when schools were operating remotely and students in this particular community tapped into our program because our program was the only opportunity that they had that would keep them engaged academically and clearly emotionally, as you will come to, to learn, right? So one day, one of the teachers called and said she was running late. She asked where I was and if I could start the program. Thankfully, I was able to start the program. And as I drove into the community, everybody see me driving into the community. And as I approached the community center in question, I saw one of my children outside waving to me and smiling. So I'm going for my cell phone now to capture my 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 boy waving to me now you know because i feel like oh here i am completely validated them love me right it was a feel good until i looked right beside him and i had to put the camera away so right beside him was a man standing up beside a woman who was hugging him and rubbing his back and he had his head in his hand and from i saw that sight i was like lord yes this is it something has happened in the community and that would normally mean there was a death, there was a killing, somebody had died, right? Anyway, I walk past, you know, humbly exchange greetings, um, and we start our class. So Alex starts off with what we call the WIFLE. So the WIFLE is an acronym for what I feel like expressing. This was something that I did not learn in an educational course. It was something that we learned, um, my company, and I think one other team member and I learned in an action coach workshop some years back. 
So here we are, it's, and, and my understanding of how Wiffle operates and how I've made it operate in my spaces is to be an open forum for students, for whoever is using it, for teachers, whoever wants to use it, to just share and to share openly, authentically, honestly, but with no one casting judgment, no one commenting on anything that anyone would say. Yes, it has always been the perfect opportunity to identify red flags, right? But people have always shunned it. Everybody, parents are like, you have time to be doing a whiffle. We need to get to the lessons. We need to get to the lessons. But the truth is, we know that we have to give everybody an opportunity to, to, feel, to feel validated. We have to make everybody feel as if they're feeling heard. We have to really give people the opportunity to be heard. And the whiffle is the perfect opportunity for that. So we get started. And Alex now says, well, auntie, what I feel like expressing... Hmm. What I feel like expressing? Hmm. Well, what I feel like expressing, me don't talk, me I'm going to tell you one time, is that I feel like I just want to avenge my father's murder. And when you said that, you know you can't say nothing, you can't, can't comment. The next person just says, thank you for sharing, Alex. And what came out of Keisha's mouth was that when Alex was shot and the blood splashed upon her and... Then I start to realize like, OMG, what has happened here? Alex was shot. Anyway, everybody else in the group had something to say about that particular day or about the, the events, the series of events that had transpired after Alex was shot. And we take for granted how one circumstance or one event affects everybody directly or indirectly. So it turns out that one day Alex was shot, right? His dad took matters into his hand, went back, was in turn shot and killed for trying to avenge Alex's shooting. Alex loses his dad and Alex only lived with his dad and I never knew that. So in a lot of these communities, most children live with their mothers. They don't necessarily have very active fathers and you find that the children live with the mothers, right? So I took for granted that this was the standard operating procedure with Alex, you know? But it really wasn't so. Again, you know, you just assume. You assume when you really shouldn't. And I did that. Anyway, lo and behold, what we realized that day was that nobody could engage academically because everybody had, you know, had had this throwback because of this current event that had taken place. And what we realized that the children were, were emotionally affected by it. Thankfully, we were able to get Alex and Keisha and quite a number of the other students psychosocial support and psychosocial help on, an, on, a, on, a, on a more long-term basis because the truth is when your headspace is not all right you cannot you can't learn you can't grow you can't you can't move beyond where you're at and that is what we are doing currently in our education system we are not taking into consideration what has happened to our children the abuse that they have lived through in the last two years the learning loss the circumstances that have caused them to grow up and to abandon their innocence and to abandon their childhood instead we are proceeding like business as usual and that is not 
how it is supposed to be that cannot work it cannot be business as usual right yet we are continuing like it has to be only ever will be right not possible with the number of of stabbings taking place with the incidents of violence taking place with students being shot and killed with students decomposing bodies being found no our children are hurting our children are angry they're 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 emotionally scarred and if we don't stop and take on some simple strategies like the whiffle in and among our edgy spaces we are going to face the effects very soon the effects are going to be worse they're going to be magnified they're going to continue we're going to see only negativity so i caution you today educators i thank you for listening to me sharing this story i thank you for allowing me the opportunity to 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 do what i do and to share what i've seen i'm grateful for opportunities to have learned so much and to continue to see and to really understand what is happening but i caution you and i encourage you i urge you to prioritize socio-emotional health right let us do whiffles with our students let us do whiffles in our staff meetings let us remember that we too are affected by what happens to our children and it is okay right it is okay to feel and the first step in healing is to feel so many times we see things and we just say mm-hmm, no value zero waiting can't work i saw it go and as you can see we have been wrong so i encourage you as you start back after easter break as you re-engage after spring break wherever you are just do like what you're doing with this podcast listen really and truly listen right listen to what is being said and to what is not being said And let's commit to changing the landscape little by little each and every day. As always, I am here with you on this platform to share more of my stories, to talk with you. Please feel free to connect me on any social media platform. The handle is Talks with Tia and my email address is Love Talks with Tia. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all you do and together we can. Love and blessings.